Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. We're running the two-man break yet again, myself and Mike. How you doing, man? Yo, man, I'm doing good. Um, I can't complain. Got a little sports on. Finally getting getting to the end of basketball, which kind of has me sad, but I'm, I'm rooting for your Lakers, man. I am too, believe it or not. Um, I can only post my Laker guy one more time. Dang. One more time. One more time. To yeah, no more. And then 82 plus 16 next year. And then the next year. That So I go back in my camera reel and I resave that a couple times. A couple times a year to make sure it's at the top. So it's easy to locate. Yeah. But um, if you're not following me, R-A-H-B-E-E-702. This is Robbie, by the way. You should do that because there's always some wholesome Laker content with a lot of Clipper hate. So if I you remember just, Laker Nation also, I want to get the guy on the show. I don't know who he is. Do you know who this guy is that this gifts of? And we don't have time. He doesn't have time for us. You see that chain? <laughs> Dude, that chain is probably the douchiest chain I've ever seen in my life, but I got to respect it. I believe two chains once said, chain hang. Chain hang to my dangling. <laughs> Dude, this guy has like a dog collar. It's like a little chain, but it's like the biggest Laker, like purple diamond encrusted thing ever. It's ridiculous. I mean, one day I like to think that I'll never get to that level, but who knows? I can hit the super lotto, but <laughs> I think at that rate, I'm going to get murdered because rates of good things happening after winning the lotto aren't too hot. Nah, dude, we're going to hit that but, sneaker uh, check. We're going to get that check from somebody. I don't know who it is, but we're going to get that sneaker check. We can all go buy Laker chains. Well, you know, you can buy Laker chain. We'll all buy something else. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be like Louis Vuitton in the NBA, and we'll get some like Ben Baller, ex-NBA, ex-sneaker history, you know, quality merch. Who knows? Yo, something cool. That's, a, that's the emblem right there. I'm saving one of these stickers. That's going to be the... The, the know your roots is going to be the chain when we hit it big. I want, I want rubies. I want all that stuff. <laughs> rubies, but, uh, black diamonds, everything. <laughs> speaking of all the stuff we want, um, what have you been rocking? And what are you looking to cop? Little yeah. things you want. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I, I got to shout out our Patreon family. Y'all y'all made me laugh because I received a, uh, a package through Sir Nicholas, who's uh, not with us today. And uh, had a note that said from our Patreon family to you, and uh, it, was, it was a bag of Puma socks. So I die laughing. But 
the funny part is I'm going to rock the mess out of them socks. So <laughs> that made my day. Um, but what I've been rocking, um, I feel like I haven't been leaving the house as much lately for some reason. I mean, just literally less places for me to go. But when I went to the store today, I broke out the uh, crossover and step back uh, Harden AI collab part two, the silver and pearlized blue joints. Um, those are always good. I, I feel like I break necks in that one. Just that the colors pop and yeah, man, that's what I've been rocking and copping, man. I mean, there's just too much at this point. I'm trying to hold back. There's that uh, me and Nick talked last week about some uh, or earlier this week about some releases. There's that Instapump Fury that has a I can't say the collaboration name got destroyed every time. It starts with a K. It's a Japanese collaboration. Um, there was an Air Tech or the Air Trainer One chlorophyll I missed out on, but I think it's still releasing kind of sporadically some places. Um, and then, of course, I mean, forever and ever, um, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to a Yellow Toe uh, Reebok question release with all these basketball players starting to pull them out. So, Every time I see Rondo in, I'm like, bro, I need those in my life. So that's kind of what's, what's on my mind. That's a good list. I knew you couldn't get that that those sentences out without bringing up a Reebok shoe. Okay, so that's man. good. They, they got they got me uh they got me hooked. I, I you know I, again I always love the question, and I think it's grown even more that I can have I have multiple pairs and you just kind of interchange them. So. I, I feel what Nick feels now, and, and, and it's and it's pretty uh, it's a pretty nice feeling. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing because I've been rocking my 25th anniversary questions literally every day this week. Um, I go out, I go and I get my I get my little smoothie bowl, get my little protein drink on, and I go over to the new house and I take them off, and then I put on my beaters. But I they've been next to the door nonstop. They were a little tight at first, but once you break them in, they are extremely comfortable. So, like you, shout out to Reebok. Very good stuff. But when it comes to copping, I got to stay on that Reebok train also. The next Kamikaze 2 is releasing. And Mm -hmm. I said a couple times, I wear the Kamikaze 2 a lot. Because that shoe is damn comfortable. I never owned it. I really need one. I believe in the way things have been going in your life, there will probably be one underneath your, <laughs> your <Christmas> Halloween. <laughs> um, but man, that's like, so we got the Seattle supersonic home colorway, a little bit of green on the heel, mm. black and white lights on the front. And it's just super clean. Um, I recommend going to size up. At least I did. And they fit pretty nice. So check those out. But I caught this week like a, I don't want to call it a grail, but like a vengeance buy. I ended up getting the, the Rucker Park Air Force One low. And I call it a vengeance buy because so many times I would be like, oh, I'll get these. They'll go on sale. They never went on sale. Oh, I'll get these in a minute. They're sold out. They come back. They're sold out. They come back. They're sold out. So I, I kept it toying with myself and not pulling the trigger right away. So I woke up at like 6.30 in the morning, and by 6.32, I bought them. So I was like, oh, I got, got, got the alert right away. It's no game. <laughs> so if you don't know, Kobe Bryant put on a, one hell of a show at the Rucker oh. Park. 
So that's not a direct Kobe tie, but at the same time it is. I'm aware the hell out those things. Like they will be busted. Guaranteed. As well so, they should be. Like they're doing the right things with them. I kept thinking I would get them on swoops or something and this I finally pulled the trigger on my own. I couldn't remember the last time I paid full price for like a not like limited Nike. Well, it's been a hot minute. Wasn't that one pretty limited? I I haven't I didn't follow it. I knew it was coming out. I didn't realize it came out when it did, but it, wasn't that one a pretty limited one? I mean, it sat for a little bit, man. It sat for a couple days. Okay. Um, and, and then it's restocked like two or three times. Mm, that's so not that limited, but I'm just happy to have it. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of limited, good. did you uh, did you get on that, that Jordan restock? I got, a, I got a few alerts, and it was like two days. I think today's the second day. Did you cop anything from it? I did not. Um, I tried to get the Sunset Orange 3s, and I thought I got them, but then I – checked my credit card statement later in the day and it didn't charge. And then I opened up sneakers and it said sold out after I checked out too. So I'm like, Oh, that's, that's sweet. Dang. But, they uh, up the carrot in front of you and was like, ah, no, not today. Yeah, man. I was like, I really thought I had it. Cause I, I could have sworn it said you got them, but, um, whatever. I didn't, I didn't cop anything else. I saw today that the ones released mm-hmm. and they were all ones I skipped on the first time. So I didn't feel like I needed them. Yeah. I almost pulled the trigger on more purples. I was like, don't do it. Turn turn the app off. Because yeah. I was sitting there in my size. I'm like, this is a pretty cool one to probably have, but didn't didn't tickle my fancy enough. It's the worst purple of them all. I know. That's what I was like, there, there's better ones out there. So it's like you're just you just want it because it's sitting there. That was literally the only reason I wanted it. There's three options. There's the first version, there's that version, and there's the Laker one. I mean, it's just save up. Don't buy that yeah. one. But all right. Yeah. I can't go any further without bringing up a review. So I'm going to stop here. We're going to have to edit it. Did you guys already do the really crazy name one? The how about dead, 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 dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that one because they sent the uh, – someone sent the message like, who's that? They're like, oh, crap, that was me. I think it was either in Patreon or somewhere else. But yeah, yeah, we did that one. Um, how about Jazz Trumpet 5? I don't think so. Okay. So we have a review here from Jazz Trumpet 5. He gave us six stars in the title. It's not possible in the ranking, but we appreciate the sentiment. So the review here says, one of the coolest things in entertainment is the feeling like you're going to have a journey with your favorite creators. And from the very first episode to crowning Peanut as the clear-cut Eminem champ, Sneaker History has become my favorite podcast. The early days of the guys getting into their audio quality chops are long gone, and that's a testament to their dedication to the craft. Moreover, Mike, Robbie, and Nick are genuinely likable, funny, personable people who love sneakers and share that passion with all of us listeners. The Discord is a great hang, too. Guys, thanks for what you're doing. It's a weekly highlight. Robbie, save me a bag of M&Ms and buy Nick a burrito. All of which can be done. That was a really good, uh, very thoughtful the long ones, they don't have to be long, but when you really go in to how the podcast makes you feel or how you interact with it, it's infinitely better. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. I just like how we still talk about M&Ms. Like this, that was a, that was a, that was probably the, the best topic we've ever had. We're going to start, we're going to have a candy podcast that come out every Wednesday and Friday. 
Once you pop, the fun don't stop. That's Pringles, <laughs> but what, Junk whatever. Junk weekly. That's what we're going to do. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm going to keep riding this Eminem wave for a little bit longer, but we'll bring up another random topic. But again, Jazz Trumpet, I'm sure I've spoken to you in the Discord. I need names. I don't need to save you the bag of M&Ms. I'll send you the bag of M&Ms. Nobody has sent me a message with their name and address. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> this man's going to go to and buy all the M&Ms to send them out. Yeah, no, bro, I don't even need that. I'll go, yeah, I'll make it happen. Just You, you got to help me make it happen. But it's kind of cool that nobody cares enough to reach out. They keep listening. So that's kind of better. But I got you if you reach out. Don't forget, you can go to Apple iTunes and leave us a review like Mr. or Mrs. Jazz Trumpet 5. Uh, there's also the Discord that was alluded to. That's a lot of fun. It pops off. It gets better with every week. More and more people join. It's free. There's extra stuff. If you want to join the Patreon, you get even more in the Discord. But general people, if you want to come in and just join the conversation, talk about cars, anime video games candy all of these nice <laughs> yeah man so i get twitter notifications but it seems to me like the discord notifications of these restocks happen faster than the twitter notifications absolute fact it's way faster absolute than seeing it online if you go and see it on instagram that shoe is gone mm-hmm. so i got there with the quickness two days in a row and got to look around Maybe if you joined the Discord, you would have gotten the same chance. Just saying. Come hang with us. And we're a very friendly people. You need help finding something? You have a group of people who will look for it, let you know where it is. It's all love, man. It's all love. Someone today was trying to make some 11 and a half trades. If you're 11 and a half, come join the Discord. Yep. So there's a lot of positive things coming from there. And um, let's just go ahead and slide in. We're going to be going through pretty much news early october news um we touched on this topic already but the restocks like we haven't seen nike do a restock in a long time we've seen throughout the pandemic finish line and Foot Locker, various places have restocks of popular shoes but the swoosh is typically a little silent in recent years mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see these places giving consumers extra at bats to get these shoes yeah Uh, would you so i put this in the group text but i asked if a yeezy was cool and i liked it because there's 1.5 million pairs of them so like (laughs) do you enjoy seeing more and more opportunities to people to buy shoes is is that like a good thing to you oh yeah dude i am not the person ever talked to about something being limited because i can give zero craps uh, I bought the uh, the Yeezy. The only pair of Yeezy that I owned was the 500 Stone was the one that they made a gazillion of that I think if you look hard enough, maybe Undefeated still has a pair. Um, SNS, I got mine from there. They were still sizes there. Like this was in July, but I love when they're just sitting around. I don't give a crap if you're the same shoe. In fact, you know, I don't want to wear it the same day, but if I just walk into you and we do have it, fist bump, let's keep it moving. I see nothing wrong with a lot of shoes being produced. In fact, I miss the old days. I know I sound old. I'm not that old, but I miss as a kid. Robbie can probably say the same thing. We walk into a store as a kid. Oh, look, there's a Jordan 11 sitting because it, it just, the hype train wasn't as bad as it is now. So 
all for mass production. Just I don't want any more tan Yeezys. Just I'm feeling like those teal and those yellows and weird colors you put in that. Man, you're tripping. Jordan 11s haven't been easy to get since 2010. No, I'm dude, I'm telling you, kids. I'm talking about, like, I got my first pair when they first released in 96. Ah. Yeah, I'm talking about when you can go, in, oh, look, they're, like, literally sitting there, like, oh. I'm talking about back, back when we were, like, legit kids who still had lunch money in their pocket. Lunch money shoes. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I'm not a I mean, here's a little cheat code for you. Um, Kith typically has Jordans sitting for way longer than any other retailer. People don't buy Jordans from Kith, but they have them. So if you're looking for some recent releases, they have them in stock right now, and they do year in and year out. Like I kind of mad at myself. They had the Knicks threes, and I didn't buy them, man. They were sitting there for two months. And I kept saying, "Uh, maybe next check, maybe next check. And... Here we are, and I don't and I don't own that shoe. Well, they just have uh, good. Just catch their sales. I mean, not Jordan related, but I got the the Pharrell Crazy BYW X basketball shoe. It was two hundred fifty dollars. Their sales section. I picked up the white pair for after tax and shipping, sixty seven dollars. Like just, I mean, it's not new release, but I'm just saying, keep an eye on kids because they be just dumping stuff every so often. I got my Christmas LeBrons from there too, mm-hmm. which I'll be wearing my new Christmas-like kith hoodie. So it's, it's all going to be – it's going to be Gucci from here on out in this holiday season. Yes, sir. But um, so next up, we have a leak if there's ever been one. <laughs> Super but, leak. Yeah, the Billionaire Boys Club question low with – I mean, go Google it. The color palette is what you would think a BBC color palette would be. Mm-hmm. It's very light. It's very Eastery, no matter what time of the year it is. Um, but a really crazy cool look. I like how the box apparently says, allegedly says, however you want to phrase that, um, like uh, Allen Iverson flavored. It's that like doesn't Bubba say Chuck, Allen Iverson. Vanilla, Bubba Chuck, something. I can't remember what it is, but it's, yeah. Like Bubba Chuck flavored. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. it's been cool. Because like, we all love Allen Iverson. I mean, Reebok comes in and out of popularity, but one thing that's a constant is Allen Iverson. I mean, it doesn't matter. I feel like the older he gets and the further removed we are from him playing, just like the more legend he becomes. Because in the internet world, you know, at least once a week you stumble across a crossover or just like a candid photo of him, and you're just like, damn, that dude's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. it's like... The, the the further away from his playing career, we we stop remembering the the less than stellar effort nights. Not to be a hater, but they were there. Um, we forget about the coaches' beefs. We forget about him not wanting to accept a new role, and it just becomes love and gratitude. And that's kind of the way it should be. I mean, nobody's perfect, especially when you're growing up. And it's not easy growing up in front of the spotlight, especially a spotlight as bright as the one that shined on him. Yeah. So now just being able to enjoy Laker wearing Allen Iverson is just a fun, fun time in life. Hey, he's, I think he could possibly be 
as it removes player from the game, he could at this point be the best NBA ambassador for the times because he's the guy that started. He was the, the fashion trendsetter back in the day. He can relate to the guys now while talking about the stories in the past. So I think he could probably be like the best NBA ambassador for the game right now, even if they don't want to admit it. But talking about the shoes, I don't care what anybody says. Like anytime a question releases, people may try to like front and say, oh, no, I'm not buying that. But tell me why every time they release, they sell out instantly. Like you go in, you could probably find like a size like five sitting around. But all normal sizes, not saying five is not normal, but all adult sizes typically are are gone in a flash. So same thing is going to happen with this this BBC ice cream collaboration is is gone. Like just count it gone when it when it drops at eleven p.m. or twelve a.m. whatever your time zone is that night over. And that that thing's clean. I love just I've always loved ice cream sneakers i love the question so let's mash them together like come on now the thing looks just super wearable and I, i'm glad they made it a, a low because with everything going on i think a mid would be too much but that low just they just put the right combination of things on it reebok's gotta stop with that bullshit midnight releases though Bruh, solidly they, they kick like the crap out of me every time I, i've never won one of those because a Thursday night, 11 p.m. I've worked all day. My brain ain't right. It's like, just go to sleep, bro. <laughs> I mean, I wake up. I mean, I naturally wake up early. So sneakers never bothers me. Mm-hmm. But midnight, that's like asking me to, to stay up at four in the morning at this mm-hmm. date. Yep. Currently. Um, but man, I mean, I guess I'll be the testament. Like, I never, I haven't taken my questions off in a week. Once they're, uh, once they're on foot, it's kind of a game changer. And we have to recognize the greatness that was Allen Iverson's deep sag and tall T game. <laughs> he, he was inspiration from my ninth grade year. Uh, tall T South Pole shirts, uh, baggy, uh, baggy polo jeans, and I had a pair of white questions with a gray new buck toe and it's like icy hexalite and uh, icy bottom that was a uh, that was that was a uh, ninth grade for me man what's crazy is that like now everything's like you know gucci prada dior you know you got odell beckham wearing crazy shit like you can't relate to athletes like you could relate to Allen iverson because you could literally go pick up that fit and live out your fantasy yeah from anywhere it didn't have to be expensive you can go but walmart target or macy's whatever you want to go buy from they you can find that fit and yeah man and forever the people's champ shout out to pal paul wall pal wall (laughs) houston's very um so i mean let's just keep it bbc and do a little segue um pharrell dropped another well two pairs of nmd human race type joints and man, are, are you over this or are you still with this? Because I'm kind of mad I forgot they released because they're all sold out now. But I was over the trail thing. The, the trail grip is not a good look for me. I don't like it. But once you have that initial or OG NMD outsole, you're cooking. Because I will grill the NMD all day, but I can't argue it's comfortable. So you throw that Pharrell twist on there, 
a little bit of gradient looking fade it had like a a rainbow type semi semi oval on the toe box and that was pretty sick yeah um, but biting my butt that i kind of forgot that pharrell was still doing this and i and i missed out what do you think Dude. about him oh i love the orange pair and i'm the same boat as you i um i feel like i wasn't paying attention enough and i feel like i just i didn't remember the exact release date so i got left in the dust which i mean hey that's my fault but i didn't hate the trail pair so much i mean either way i'm cool like each each uh type of human race that i really liked i just never bought because i felt like for what i was getting it just cost way too much like 200 bucks 250 for an nmd was just a little rough for me um but i'm kind of now when i'm thinking about sitting there on the hunt for because they started dropping in resale prices like i'm looking at a pair it's a trail pair but for 180 I'm okay spending that because that's ultra boost price for me. I always like the model. I don't, I really hate when people say, oh, Pharrell's played out when he was actually the biggest revenue driver for Adidas over Kanye because more people were buying his items. It was easy to get to. He was in that space of, yeah, it was, some of these things were hard to get because everyone wanted them, but there was a Pharrell product for everybody. So I, I, I think it's a, a pretty timeless model for me. And just like Robbie, I will cook the NMD all day because I just got sick of looking at it. But the the NMD human race is, I think, a different beast, and I, and I like it. Robbie, you on mute. <laughs> it's a crazy thing because, like, you can justify 180 if it's an ultra boost, but that's also a five-year-old piece of tooling. Mm -hmm. So it's not new. And the fact that like, and there was a new ultra boost that just dropped too, like ultra boost 20 or 20, like 21? whatever the hell they want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Yeah. But the 20 was so forgettable. You know, they, they all blend together. 21 is like, fire. FYI. <laughs> you think it's fire? I mean, I like the I change. I like the change. It has that. They took that. I don't want to say took the Nike thing, but you know how Nike runners had that peak at the back now. They're kind of utilizing uh -huh. it, like sculpting the boost a little bit. And I like it because I've been waiting for a change, like a good change to the ultra boost. So I, if I find the right colorway, I think I might lean towards getting it, but I, I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan. Oh man, this is like a, this is a Hoka shoe. Yeah, it does look pretty kind of, kind of Hoka-ish with that, that rounded bottom. Like it's sitting on like a, a rocker almost. Yeah, man. I mean, this is this is not it. If you ask me, this is a hard <laughs> pass. And I mean, <laughs> I've gone through. So I was doing this thing for a hot minute where I would buy them half off, wear the fuck out of them, and then resell them for like seventy five percent of retail. So I'd make a little bit of money back, and I got to wear a free pair of shoes, and I would just buy another pair. So I've had like five pairs of Ultra Boosts in my life. I think I still have three of them in the no. I have like eight pairs of ultra boost damn <laughs> I'm just to think about it. um but i only have three of them now but like i it, they're incredibly comfortable like you don't need to keep changing it in my book you can keep that ultra boost 1.0 2.0 3.0 the first three are fire but like lower the price point like there, there's no way in hell i'm gonna pay 180 dollars for that shoe now even though i know it's the most comfortable thing on earth 
I also know that it's going to be on sale for like $90 at some point. Mm -hmm. So do your due diligence, show a little bit of patience. Um, Cause like, all right, the, you can go with ultra boost 2021 or you can get the ultra boost 1.0 and like any college color you want and every size still available. Damn. I need to go to the employee store. Those are fire. Those are, I think is, is it the Iowa or, I, whatever no, it's the ASU. Well, the ASU ones, the yellow ones are dope. But I like the fact you can take the logos off because I'm not repping a school I didn't go to. But I think it's the, the cream color ones. I can't remember who it is, but they are freaking clean looking because that's my consolation for not ever getting the chalks. It's Indiana. Indiana, thank you. Yeah, those are actually super clean. Um, I think it's funny. I have a, I have a homie that worked at a – uh, what – it was one of the Adidas schools that had like one of the original ultra boost samples and he's not into shoes. And every week I'm like, bro, go into that utility closet, steal me a damn pair of 13s. And he would never do it. And since then our relationship has been fractured. <laughs> <laughs> bro, do it. No one's going to notice. Just <laughs> I, what college was it, man? It's going to drive me nuts. Um, but whatever, this I like the college stuff. I also like that you can take off the patches because I don't want to rock ASU. Um, exactly. That'd be funny. Thing. I used to rock a Sun Devil starter, like starter puffy jacket in the early '90s. That was my sister's hand-me-down that my dad would make me wear because he didn't want to buy me another jacket, and I freaking hated wearing that thing. It was the yellow. It was you know ASU colors. It was bright yellow mm-hmm. with maroon. And I hated wearing that. Now that thing would be fire, but they don't look at it. Dad, right I hate, I hate that. I hate myself at this. Dad's out there, man. If the kid don't want the hand-me-downs, don't give him the hand-me-downs. <laughs> stars, obviously. So sorry about that. Um, <laughs> let's just keep it three stripes. Let's just keep it moving through the Adidas stuff. This I found incredibly interesting. It's the new Futurecraft Strunk. So there's a couple things I did not know here and probably a couple things you didn't know either. Oh, for sure. So for starters, I didn't know Futurecraft was like the name of the program. Think like Nike Innovation Kitchen type oh, deal. Oh, it's a shoe name. Like from no, the, it's the 40, not. I thought that was just, oh, Futurecraft. No, I, I thought so too. So Futurecraft isn't just a shoe, nor is it a recognizable cushioning. Um, um, quoting sneaker news here. The Futurecraft is an incubator of innovation that's been going through trials and errors at the Adidas HQ for years. So we've just always seen the Ultracraft 4D. Let's just use that as the example. Uh, The 4D being the 3D printed tooling, not the uppers. But Futurecraft was always just kind of just thought of the name of the shoe. But now we have it being branched out into like a think tank, if you will. And this new drone technology is led by a robot. So uh, if you're a hardcore Republican, robots are taking your jobs. I'm kidding. Uh, But uh, you have a machine here that uses data from running top runners to kind of make a shoe that really does something that many shoes before have said that they do. But to create truly personalized or like enhanced 
areas of a shoe. So like your forefoot, your toe box, your heel, like they can mess with the weave to where it's durable on the forefoot, but still stretching, flexible, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But the heel and the important like high impact areas still give you, you know, traditional like structure or protection. So it's like you have this machine. I think about this machine, like they're sitting in a room, spinning out shoes like a seamstress. And it's just crazy to think about. Like, it's not anything novel to have knit. I mean, Nike's been doing fly knit since 2012. Mm -hmm. But the way they describe it here is like a truly data-driven, specialized process, not a mass-produced type thing. So we're not going to see this shoe until late 2021 or 2022. Thank you, COVID. But what I'm interested to see is how is how they use data of runners to make a shoe for slow asses like me. Because I'm not going to have the same composition. My feet are awful. Every foot is different. I don't have their cadences. I've never been coached. I don't know what I'm doing. How are my factors going to cross with the factors that help make the shoe? Yeah. It's crazy. I, you know, that's, that's a good question because when I think about that, I feel like it's I – I, mean, I just feel like sometimes Adidas just markets things like the wrong way. And I wouldn't market it that way. It's like, oh, we're making it for – and maybe, maybe that's who it's for. You know, maybe it's not for us. So if that's the case, I'm wrong on this. But – why not make it to where, hey, we, we want to make it so everyone can run. So you look at the Nike, the Vaporfly, Vaporfly 4%. They're not saying, hey, we tailored this to uh, the fastest run on earth. No, nah, we're, we're going to give you the, the most comfortable cushioning and, hey, make cut off a little time from your mile just because you can you know, get a little bit better energy return. This marketing seems so specialized as someone who's just out there just crushing you know, 10-mile runs a day and – it's. I mean, I think it's a cool concept, but it's. I. I won't lie. It's not for me. Um. I. I won't. I won't buy this because a. In Adidas true to form, the shoe's not going to be available to the public. For what they're going to say it releases twenty twenty one, just like original Prime knit, just like original four D. We couldn't get our hands on it for another a year at least at the general public. So by that time, we're all going to forget about it. And then I've seen images of a new composition of or a new pattern on the 4D. So they're they're going to be doing a new 4D 3D pattern, which is going to make it more compressible. So it should be more comfortable than what 4D is now. And I'm more leaning towards that. So this one has no. I, I don't care about this one, honestly. I might have said snug, but it's strung. Like a strung out crackhead, or you string a guitar. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that. But you, you make great points. Like this probably isn't going to be for everyday Joes like us. But unlike what Nike's doing with like the next percentage and things. Thank you, next percent. I think these. I mean, they're both in that like otherworldly running category, where it's like you're really about your business if you're buying the shoe, mm-hmm. but. I think what the strung future craft is doing looks, I mean, 
I, I have a hard time finding the words to say it looks cooler because it looks like a robot did it. It looks like some, you know, futuristic shit. Yeah. But I like it looks so futuristic and so out there that it intrigues me more than the next percents because those this those make me think of just like all right, double stacking external zoom, um, a spring plate, uh, like the Legend of Zelda heel, <laughs> like the stuff I see in different Nike models at different price points to entice people at various price points. Mm-hmm. This looks like. Hey, this is the top of the line thing. We're doing something different. We're doing something extra. If you're about this life, come get it. If you're not, cool, because this probably isn't for you. But like, this just looks like the future of shoes in a way that a lot of other shoes have said they would or that they do. Kind of like in the same vein of like early 2000s Nike basketball stuff, where it's just like so out there that it might be what a shoe looks like 20 years down the road. It might not. Um, we've been proven like with like the, you know, the ultra posit that that's not what shoes look like 20 years down the road, but it was just so cool to see that like it, it, it makes, it makes my brain tick and it gets me thinking Yeah, and it gets me thinking about the future of shoes. And I think that has value within itself, even though I'm not going to buy this either. Yeah. This one's like I like the concept. I like seeing like the the science behind it. But other than that, like I got I got no need for it. But yeah, no, I'm right there with you. It's like oh, cool. What can what can we push the envelope some more? But I just want to look at it. I don't want to give you 400 bucks for it. So that's just a crazy issue. I, I guess we could leave it at that. <laughs> um, this next shoe. I mean, I talked about it. It's on my wanting to cop list. Um, the Kamikaze Two. What's what's cool about it to me is one of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life was the Kamikaze 2, 2012's Rain Man colorway. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Rain Man, but like it was on that same level of stupid. It was just, it was awful. Like, That's with like the wax so, on it or plastic drippings? Plastic drippings, man. It's, it's like, it's a sad time in shoes. But like, I'll talk all that crap about that. But then when I see the true Seattle Supersonics, the shoe that the Rain Man wore, I feel a completely different kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's like the same the same way I say the Shaq Gnosis should only be in black and white. Like the Kamikaze 2 not only like succeeds when it's in black and white, but it's one of the best silhouettes of all time when it's in black and white and just like the little bit of green was so fitting for like the, I believe it came out in 96. Um, so fitting for that time period because shoes were just approachable, man. You can get a black and white shoe. And if you messed with the supersonics, you had a little bit of green in there. If you didn't, it was still very approachable to everybody else in the other 49 States. So it's like when you bring a shoe back like this and it's what Reebok's been doing all year, and why I wear my 25th anniversaries all week is this like when you bring stuff back like this and the Kamikaze 2 that dropped earlier this year, like when you do it like this, it's just nostalgia wrapped up in perfect, perfect aluminum foil and it's a little candy. I just, mm-hmm. I love it. Eat it up. <laughs> yeah, man. Like this is one, like I said, I was in the beginning, I'd never had a Kamikaze 2 and I 
really regret not having one because it's just, you know, certain things you just want to try them out. And this is, seems like perfect timing because uh, I really liked that color when it came out a few years, a few years back. Still never got it, so hopefully I, I can get a get a go around this time. And oh, just I like the classic stuff. I mean, it's simple, just like you said, Robbie. Black, white, little green. That's perfect. Super approachable, super wearable in that colorway. I'm I have no other like I say no other opinions about it, but I think it looks good because I've never put my foot in it. So I say let's go for it and. I mean, I know we can't really dive too deep in this because we don't know too much about it yet, but this may be the last time we see it called the the Kamikaze because Reebok is, uh, looks like they're working on the, a name change, which a lot of people probably seen through social media today. Which, I mean, I am all for political correctness. I mm-hmm. like to live my life with a certain degree of political correctness. But, like, I don't see any... And maybe it's just me being a dumb white guy. Like I just, I don't see any problem with it being called the kamikaze. It's just like you see kamikaze used in video games, kamikazes used in like old SNL skits. I guess the keyword being their old SNL skits. But it's like I've never like I've never read or said kamikaze and been like, oh man, like. I'm offending somebody. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's cool. Do your business. But, uh, it's, it was very interesting to me when I heard that. Um, Mm -hmm. I can say that it's dropping 1023. So later this month, if you're looking to buy a pair, make sure to check out at the Foot Locker family of retailers. So I'm talking Reebok.com, which isn't a Foot Locker family retailer, um, Foot Locker champs, Stuff like that. Yeah. So keep an eye out. If you're looking for an OG classic, this is it. Um, I mean, let's just keep it going with OG classics. And I'll let you kind of take the reins on this. Um, Reebok is dropping, I hate saying it, but I'm going to say it, spooky season shoes. Spooky season shoes. And I believe the Bocktober pack. The Bocktober pack? Yeah, that's way better than spooky season. <laughs> the Bocktober. So why don't you talk to me about that Bocktober? Yeah, man. Um uh... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've never been a fan of Halloween shoes. I think probably the only ones I kind of semi-liked were some of the old uh, – was like the the Mummy, Nike, like Air Max 95s. I can't remember which model they were, but certain little things like that. But I've never been a big fan of Halloween shoes until I, you know, I saw these. Like, So it's the pack comprised of a Shaq Gnosis, a Kamikaze 2, and then a Question Mid. Um, Shaq Gnosis – it's okay. Of the three, I'd probably be my number three if I had to rank them. Uh, black has a like a translucent aqua is soul with a spider web going up the side. So really, you know, straight up Halloween at you. So not bad. Again, don't hate it, but it would be my number three of the bunch. Second would be the kamikaze, which they done up in like a kind of a rustic orange, just brown, just real fall color, which. It's actually really cool. I think if you uh, they didn't do too many extra things to it, they kept it just you know, hey, strictly the colors of like Halloween and colors of, of autumn. So I think that was a good look with that shoe. Um, but the number one is is the question, and it is done like a, a base. I think wrapped like a mummy. It has this white uh, cloth material with a glow in the dark outsole, and it's a tearaway that's been very popular the last year or so. 
where if you tear this fabric away or naturally wear it down, it's going to tear, show you a different, like crazy, like a uh, pattern underneath. So, I mean, that's my favorite. And just so from one to three question, Kamikaze and the Shack Gnosis, but they all get the job done. Uh, they're very, very thoughtful collaborations, which I have to say, Rubox has been doing that, you know, at least, for, at least all of 2020, very thoughtful collaborations, which, I mean, they just, they keep going and, or I guess not collaboration. This wouldn't be a collaboration, but thoughtful colorways. There we go. So I don't know. I, I like them as a whole. Uh, what do you think about it? I know you, like I said, you don't like spooky season shoes, but what do you think of that Boxtober pack? Cause I, I'm, I'm feeling it. Here's a alliteration for you. Um, tasty treats. That's, tasty. that's my alliteration for you. <laughs> I mean, like my ranking is the same as yours. Uh, I just said it like five minutes ago. Shaq knows it's anything other than black and white is a miss for me. Mm -hmm. But the questions took the top spot over the Kamikaze 2s. Once I saw what was underneath the tear away slash rip away, burn away, whatever you want to do to take that upper material away. That stuff's dope. Like thoroughly into that. That color scheme, kind of like the mummy color, works very Mm -hmm. well with the kind of stuff I wear. So I'm feeling these. Um, I didn't like the Stranger Things collab where like the tearaway stuff. Mikey does a lot of tearaway things with like the Air Force One. I believe there was an Air Max 98 that did tearaway earlier this year or maybe it was a 97. I'm 99% sure it was a 98. Um, None of those hit for me. But these work because I get the mummy feel. I get the Halloween stuff. I get the Halloween stuff once you tear it away. It's all kind of it all kind of fits together very nicely. Um, I've always liked Halloween shoes, actually. I've never owned a pair. Um, my birthday's November 3rd, so it's... I almost said it's always after Halloween, but like, no shit. It's, <laughs> it's always, always, always after Halloween. <laughs> Some years, it's, it's a month. Um, <laughs> so I always look forward to, like, Black Friday stuff more than Halloween. Yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get your favorite Halloween shoe at the end. But um, Nike is also hitting us with some Halloween things. They kind of have two different silos here with Halloween. So there's an Air Max 97 with like this Nickelodeon ooze type vibe to it. A glow-in-the-dark drip going and it it, it hits the mini swoosh on the forefoot. But um, glow-in-the-dark, purple, black, very Halloween-y. Um, I love saying Halloweeny. Always have enjoyed that. Um, but like, it's a cool shoe. It's not a pack of their. It's, it's not a part of their Day of the Dead pack, which I'll be talking about more. But just something cool. Last year they did. Um, was it the Air Force One with the skeleton foot and the glow in the dark outsole? Oh, the last two. I years. believe they did. Yeah, two years they did black and then white. I believe. Correct. Um, I thought those were dumb as hell until I saw the black pair on foot, not during Halloween. And it was pretty darn cool. <laughs> like I thought it was really stupid. And then I saw it on foot and I was like, that actually really works. <laughs> I, I was a hundred percent wrong. So that's something I could really get behind. Um, but the day of the dead pack is where things get interesting for me. Um, we have four shoes here, all very popular Nike models. Um, we start things off with the Air Force, uh, Air Force One, the Air Jordan One, um, 
that's I believe I, t- I spoke about this a couple episodes ago about wanting to cop it. Um, I love anything about family because I have a small family. Most of them are dead. So that has like a specific tie in to me when, when everybody's gone, you like to honor them. So this is a really fitting, uh, I almost said like monument to that, but it's a very fitting callback to those lost and what day of the dead stands for. Mm-hmm. It's about celebrating those lost. It's not a sad day. You make some really cool festive things. You know, you have a feast, you get drunk and you talk about the good old days when they were here with you. So are those I only really like what are those only, I was reading something earlier. I don't know. Maybe they just had early ex- access, but I, I saw on sneakers as a little blurb about sneakers. Mexico had access to it. Uh, I think either today, I didn't know if it was just going to be a, a Mexico exclusive. That would be super cool because day of the dead is a Mexican holiday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a national, but it's, it's, it's so it start. it's like not a day. So it's, Starts on October 31st and it ends November 2nd. Um, this comes out before then. These come out on the 15th, so you'll have time to get them beforehand and rock them on the day or the days. So I like that even more. Like, I hate when Christmas stuff releases on Christmas. It's like, bro, I can't even rock this on the day I want to rock it. Like, <laughs> I don't have time. I'm not getting them until January 5th. Am I supposed to sit on this for like 365? What am I doing? So I like <laughs> beforehand. Um, the, the ones come in this really cool kind of like magenta colorway, um, with yellow It's super clean. It's a mid, which I historically hate on, but these are just so clean. I can't say anything bad about them. And then yeah. we have, uh, Air Max 90, which is also very clean, um, similar colorway, but it adds a lot more to it. There's some greens in there, um, like pinkish red. I'm colorblind as fuck. I can't tell what that is. But um, some kind of purplish red. Let's call it wine. I don't know. Um, then we have the D break. Not to be confused with the D bag or the day break. <laughs> it's a different shoe. Um, these are. That's why people say I'm funny. I, I give you that kind of quality insight on the shoe. <laughs> um, it's like a day break, but it's not. It has kind of a typical day of the dead like pattern i don't know how to best describe it but kind of like the little dots going through it if we have any mexicano or mexicana listeners please educate me on kind of what these patterns mean um i'll look it up myself too i i have skills so it's just kind of a cool shoe um a little bit different going on and then lastly we have the most simple of the bunch the blazer mid um something that's been really popular the past couple of years. I've seen more blazers in full effect the past two, three years than I have in my life. And I'm all, and I'm all for that. Just a kind of black and white colorway. There's a little bit of yellow on the heel. Um, super clean. I'd say too clean. Like I don't really get day of the dead vibes. So if I'm going to go in white half acid, I'm going to go all the way in. So that's why I'm going for the Jordan one. But, but, for, for my dollar, I don't think it's a bad pick of the litter. Yeah, I think they're all cool. Um, I think they're all pretty pretty decent shoes. I think uh, if I had to pick one, it'd be the Jordan 1 as well. I uh, just like the details on it. But when it comes to Jordan, uh, Jordan, when it comes to Nike, 
Halloween pack this year. I think the one that takes the cake for me is going to be the quote unquote Freddy Krueger Air Max 95. Um, just, I, I think they could have done more with the, if they were going for that Freddy Krueger uh, look with the, the sweater, like more reminiscent of the SB Dunk. But I like what they did there and it looks wearable, you know, other than Halloween. So even though one wasn't mentioned just yet, that has to be my pick for the Nike Halloween pack. Thank, definitely. And thank you for catching that miss by me. I forgot about those 95s. Um, okay. So I guess we'll, we'll wrap out the episode here with a question to our listeners and a question to Mike. What's your favorite Halloween, Day of the Dead, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, whatever brand? What's your mm-hmm. favorite release? If you, if you got one for free to magically come in the mail, what would it be? Dang, it's kind of a, a hard one for me because this shoe actually has the design on two different shoes. Same shoe, or same design on two different shoes, and it's going to be a kind of a slashy answer between the Day to Day Dunk and the Day to Day Kyrie 4. Those are good picks. You can't go wrong with either one. The Day of the Dead Dunk, man, that's just one of those special shoes. Like, I was going to say that, but I figured you would and everybody <laughs> else would. It's a great shoe. Not to hate this, that's such a good shoe. Like you have to put that as the one you get for free. Um, yes, man. I mean, I remember seeing that back in, I believe it was, I want to say freshman or sophomore year of high school. And just thinking, I can't rock that, but I want to so bad. <laughs> like those are just some <laughs> crazy good pieces of footwork. Um, I'm going to go with the 2005, another shoe I can never wear. Um, the 2005 Air Force One Halloween with that cool little scary mask on the back heel. I can never wear these because patent leather Air Force One look like doo-doo. Oh God, yeah. I can't, man, that toe box, even two, three wears, it looks cooked. So like, I can't do it, but I'll happily take either the split upper with the black and orange or just the straight up black, I don't care. Um, that would just be a mantelpiece. If I could find a beat up pair, I would buy them if they weren't still like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> but uh, hey. man, I mean that's just—I mean that's an exaggeration. You could probably find them like I'm seeing them here on Grailed for two eighty. I'm gonna say that I'm clicking on the link. Tune in next week when Robbie has bought them by mistake. <laughs> I mean, so the thing is, I love display pieces, but. I don't want to mess with the $280 display piece. If it was an $80 display piece and there's only one of them, oh, easy. Like, get at me when this dude loses one of the shoes. I got you. Yeah. Let me get one of them, dog. Um, actually, I got to do a little plug. If you're ever looking for single shoes, one-off Nikes, you've got to keep up with whatever shoes Ian puts up. He's not putting up so much right now. He's on that big boy list with, with Saxby's or Celebes, whatever the big ass um, auction house is. He's doing big mm. things right now. But um, he does do stuff for people. He, man, having been in that warehouse, some of like the, the single shoes and just like display pieces and Nike memorabilia you can find from him, unmatched. So. Follow Shoesium if you're not doing so already, one of the OGs of the game, and keep your eyes peeled for memorabilia. Uh, One last time for our listeners, what's the Halloween Day of the Dead shoe you would rock if you had a free pair show up? 
that's really all we got for you guys today. So I just want to say thank you for listening all the way through. We appreciate you doing this. Appreciate you rocking with us for so long through the audio difficulties, through COVID, through everything else. We try to be here for you. So thank you for being here for us. Man, my man, any better myself. Mike Guillory, before I cut you off again, <laughs> where where can they find you online, man? Yeah, man. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Watcher 789 And of course, you guys see me on the YouTubes at Mike Guillory. Robbie, tell them where they can find you, sir. At R-A-H-B-E-E-702. Thank you again. I hope everybody has a good day, night, whatever time of the day as you're listening to this. And thanks for rocking with us. Peace. See ya. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.